Welcome to this week's Girls No Filter. We've got a very special guest on this week and I can't wait for you all to hear. But first things first, here I am with my Gabs. Hello. And Kel. Hello. <laughs> so talk to me. What's been happening? How was your week? Give me the goss. <laughs> I love Jess's opening line. Give me the goss. There's not oh, a lot of goss always. anymore in our lives, is there? It's like more just like very depressing stories about today I found a leg vein that I've never <laughs> I've I've never I've never come across before. I promise you. I thought well, it must Is be it a varicose vein, varicus? right? I thought it was dirt on my knee. I'm not kidding you. I thought it was dirt <laughs> on the side of my knee. I've got, like a, I've got like a little pouch of fat to the left of my knee, like where no, the knobbly bit goes down and then you've just got like squidgy fat. And this like bluey, brownie like mark was on the side of it. And I got in the shower thinking, oh God, I've got a bit of dirt on there. I've got to rub that off. Rubbing, kept rubbing, kept rubbing. <laughs> Nothing happens. Obviously, doesn't come off. Get out the shower, observe a little bit more, realise it's a fucking vein. Is this what happens when you're 34? <sighs> I don't know. I'm 35, so dread to I've think. I've had veins in my legs since I was 14. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah, haven't. my veins I have really, never really seen them veins. on your legs. That's because I never oh. have them out, really. No, I know, but you had your legs out the other night. I didn't see a thing, honestly. So apart from Varric, it's so veins. depressing. What's been happening? Well, that's my Gabs. big news, Jess. Okay. Fair oh, enough. yeah. I mean, my I was very boring because all my updates are dog-related. <laughs> He's just ruling the <laughs> Anyone with a new roost. dog will appreciate it. I just, I can't get on top of my household with this dog. My washing oh, pile is up to my eyeballs. Like the the kitchen somehow is a state every single day, and George and I like can't work out how it gets in such a state every day. Like every night we're doing a deep clean of the kitchen and tidying up. I mean, I've got him on a raw diet, so I've got a, I get his raw food out. It's got a defrost. I've got him. I feed him oh, chicken God, wings. How and annoying snacks. is that? Because then when it defrosts, oh. you have to use it within four days. Like within oh, twenty four hours. He, yeah, I get yeah. packs of like nuggets, so like puppy nuggets, like frozen meals, basically like nuggets, and then I have to defrost fifty of them a day, and then you you do 50? it again the next day. What? Yeah, fifty nuggets a day. Do you eats. feel like you've got two full time jobs all of a sudden? Yeah, and the worst thing is where George sleeps in the day. If I've got him with me and I'm on a really serious work call, if he starts playing up, I'm absolutely fucked. Because I've got him. I hate to say it, Gab. Go on. What were you? What were you thinking? Well, I don't regret a minute of it because, of course, because you love. What him I was thinking now, is, I'm I mean... a dog person who loves big dogs. I know what I'm doing with a big dog, and I don't. Ha- I really don't have any regrets because we were always going to get a dog. So now was yeah. the absolute time to do it when we don't have a baby and um, you're both we, I'm home. working from home. Well, you're, there yeah, wasn't you're a better home. time to do it. Yeah, I guess so. so. Now we should just bite the bullet and do it now. But anyway, I've I've basically found a strategy. So I went to my local pet shop today and bought a shitload of pig's ears and cow's ears. And then I just give him one of those and he's like he happy as Larry and keeps him quiet. So because the other chews, he was just getting through speed of light. And now I've got him something that he's going to chew on for a long time and then just let me. And is that all right calls. for him? Yeah, he's allowed. Yeah, to he's allowed those them. at the moment. Yeah, but <laughs> oh <my laughs> so listen to how boring I've become. I'm talking about oh, my dog. Honestly, like if. 
I get you it. You love he's, it. He's such a gorgeous thing. He really I is. I love it. He's Literally so in the mornings, I open my eyes and I, it's like Christmas. I can't wait to get to his cage Aww. to get him out. I'm like so excited. Is he downstairs the in the cage? And is he? He's not wowling through the night anymore, is he? No, no, no. He sleeps through the night. I wake him up sometimes. Oh, brilliant! Because at one point you were like, I was one and a half hours a night. Yeah, I was sleeping. No, he sleeps through the night now. It's perfect. But don't let this lull you into a full sense of security because you've now had a puppy who they puppies grow up. I forget there's a statistic out there that puppies grow up like something like 50 times the rate of a baby. Yeah. So they learn to sleep through the night. They learn to walk. They learn to basically look after themselves and be completely self-sufficient within the first like couple of months of their life. But can you imagine a baby like you literally have to teach them everything and and you remind them of something and you try and teach them again and yeah it's a long process you can't tap so them on the nose when they've done it wrong <laughs> you can't you can't it's not as quick as that it's not a click your fingers job but you've done so well with ghosts like he's literally fallen into place so quickly he really has he's sleeping through the night he, i mean he's he's no sit stay down poor he's learnt really quickly and he's only a baby yeah, he's not he'll even be amazing weeks yet. In, it's a few weeks, weeks. in a few weeks he'll calm down and then he won't be as like kind of, you need to get him out of the needy thing though. You have to leave him at home. But anyway, let's not bore our no. listeners with more yeah, dog chat. And let's get on to this week's amazing guest. I've been wanting her on for so long. Finally, she's able to do it because she gave birth recently. And I'm so excited to announce a very, very dear friend of mine. I've known her for a long time now. And she is she's one of my co-stars on TOWIE. It is the one and only beautiful Danielle Armstrong. <laughs> Here she is. That was an introduction. <laughs> Jessie's good at them. Jessie's very, very good. good at them. <laughs> oh, how are you, Danny? I'm good. I'm good. Do you know what? It's so funny. I remember when you girls first launched this and I listened to your first one and it is so good. I think it's it's one of them you can just listen to. Cup of tea or when your girls, it would be a glass of Prosecco or wine, of course. <laughs> and it's just so nice. It's just like normal girls just having a gossip, having fun. So, yeah, Aww, love it. Thank you for Dan. having Thank me. Thank you for coming on. Oh, <laughs> Absolutely. So we've, lovely we've to been... have you itching to ask you all about baby Orla. Congratulations. Congrats. She is amazing. Oh, she's gorgeous. so cute, Danny. Oh, thank you. Honestly, they always say, don't they, like, until you have children, you don't actually understand the love that you have for them until they're yeah. here. And of course, I always thought, oh, God, I'm, I'm going to love her so much. But it is so true. She's here. And every day I look at her and I'm just like, oh, I just feel so lucky. I feel so blessed. And it just it even makes me emotional. Like when I look at it, I just think, oh my God, how how have I how well how have I? How have me and Tom created yeah. this little like bundle of joy? I'm just so yeah, I'm so proud, but I feel really, really lucky. It's just crazy. It's just been a mental year, Jess, as you know. It's just been crazy. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. I mean, you I think you gave birth the during the whole th like lockdown stuff, didn't you? Yeah, so well, like just before. Yeah, it was just no, it was it was just after. So we went into lockdown around end of March, April, didn't we? And I was like eight and a half months pregnant, and then I think we kind of come out of lockdown. But even when I was eight, I think I was like seven and a half, eight months pregnant. I'd done like a good, I think it was six weeks of like isolation because obviously they said that. The elderly, but yeah. also pregnant women were like... Yeah, oh, of course, I vulnerable. remember this Very and I vulnerable. felt so bad for you. Oh. I was like... And it was so confusing at that time because it was obviously so new, the virus, that 
yeah, you and other people who were heavily pregnant, mm. you would have obviously wanted to abide by any of those rules because yeah. you're so worried for that little life that's growing inside. You don't know what impact it's going to have on them. And it's really hard, isn't it, to like you know, make the call, if you're not unwell, you think, oh, and you're strong and healthy and you think, I'll be all right. But actually, that all of a sudden that news broke and they said, oh, pregnant women now need to I can't to imagine isolate. how scary that must have been for oh, pregnant it was. women. It, like, it, was, yeah. it was horrible. But I think also it, like, took that fun part. Like, this is my first pregnancy, so for me everything's just, like, new. And I think especially that part where you're getting excited it's now gone down to like from double figures to single figures, how many weeks you make. And those times when you're especially going to see the midwife to see like how uh, your bump and your growth and all of that, like a lot of things had to be over the phone. And you know, sometimes I yeah, think as a, as a new mum, you've got so many questions as well. Even if yeah, you ask other, like yeah. my own mum, obviously who's been amazing and my friends that have had children, but you want sometimes that midwife to just sit and have a chat with. It was all on the phone and it was just, it was just a bit weird, but... Do you know what, like, I can't even thank, like, the staff, like, the NHS staff. I had um, my little girl at Chelmsford, Broomfield Hospital, amazing. And they're so, you know, they're run off their feet. They've got so much going on. And the pressure's obviously with everything going on as well. But the worst part for me was probably the fact that Tom couldn't actually be with me until I was at least in four to six centimetres dilated. So you have to be in active labour for your partner to be with you. So I was yeah. 10 days over and I was induced. So I was two days in hospital on a ward with, because all of like the private rooms as well, they were all like put aside for like, obviously for COVID and stuff like that. So it was like me and about other seven women all having contractions so on our own. Can, can we start from the beginning though, God. Dan? Like, were you were you planning on having babies? Was it a wonderful accident? Like, what- <laughs> Can I just say one thing? I am so happy for Danielle that she's met Tom and that... The story is that, amazing. Jess. Like yeah. the story is, I never wished anyone, like I I wanted her to find happiness so much and she's been in shitty relationships and I'm so happy for you. It Honestly, from the bottom of my heart, it's just amazing. And the fact that you went to school together, like it's just the so loveliest sweet. little fairy tale and I'm so happy for you. But go on, tell us everything. So we went to secondary school together. We actually went to play school together. Like, no. Yeah. Wow. In the same no. year. Yeah. So we're in the same year. We're a month apart. Maya, you know, Jess, the typical East End family thing. So his family from Bethnal Green. Obviously my mum and that from Bethnal Green. So our, like all our family knew each other. His mum literally lives around the corner. His mum and dad live around the corner to my mum and dad. So yeah, we've been brought up together. Went to the same school. But he like was a part of the like the boy group. I was in the girl group. Nothing really happened. Like, I didn't even, like, look at him like that. It's really weird. I think girls, as you get older, like the young girls, you always want to go out with the guy older, don't you, a couple of years older. Yeah, yeah, so you yeah, don't even look at the yeah. boys in your own year. And then it wasn't until I think we was about 17, 18. I remember seeing him down when we all sort of passed our driving, lesson, our driving test and stuff. And I see him and I thought, and we used to call him Edney. We never, ever called him Tom or Tommy either. It was always Edney. I was like, oh, Edney looks good. And we had a little <laughs> moment but like nothing else. It was just like a little thing. And then he ended up going out with a girl for 10 years. I ended up doing my thing, you know, failed relationships and like you said, shitty shitty boyfriends. And um, it wasn't until our friend Sammy, um, obviously Jess, you came to Sammy's funeral and you knew Sammy. It was um, Sammy passed away of breast cancer two years ago now. And Tom actually went to primary school with Sammy as well. So um, him and another friend, they were actually carrying the coffin. Oh, so I didn't know Tommy was at the funeral. Yeah, Tom actually carried the coffin as well. 
I think it was about a year after that. So obviously, you know what it's like when things like that happen, such tragic such a tragic thing happened in our circle of friends it actually brings people closer together sometimes so we had more charity events in honor of sammy and other things and it was a charity football match that he'd recently broke up with his girlfriend i'd recently broke up with mine it was just that was it it was weird my mum was there and my mum you know jess you know my mum my mum and carol were so the same always wanted us just to be married off loving it (laughs) And uh, and my mum was just like, that's what you need, a nice, normal bloke, a nice, normal, like, man's man. That's what my mum's always said, have a man's man. And that was it. We literally, he asked me out on a date and I was a bit like, hmm, a bit worried because I didn't know how to break that friend thing, but we did. And yeah. then within two weeks, he moved in with me. Like, it was crazy. No way, was yeah. it? After two, two weeks? Two weeks, two weeks. I just that's knew. Really quick, isn't it? So you just yeah. knew, yeah. this no. is so cute. Yeah. How old were you at that point Danny so I was 31 and do you then, think the do you think your age had anything to do with it as well given that you were maybe in your 30s rather than in your 20s probably being my age but also probably because I knew him and I've been yeah. friends with him for years yeah, like, so it didn't feel like it was a, much of a leap because you knew his background I know yeah. it sounds silly but you know like even when you wake up with someone in the morning and it's like we'd like we'd been together for years there weren't even that awkwardness you know you always yeah. have that awkward sex <laughs> that oh, is yeah. the worst. It's that awkward moment. We didn't ever have that sort of moment. It was just like they do say the best relationships are built on a friendship foundation, don't they? Yeah. Like because you've done all that, yeah. yeah like the awkward stuffs out the you've way. You've probably like slept in, you know, over people's houses and smelt their morning breath before anyway. <laughs> yeah. So it's all right. <laughs> and you look not, crap at school every single day because you're young and you didn't. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. What? There's just no. There's no having to be someone that you're not. And I think, and you're in your thirties anyway. You kind of know who you are and whoever's in your life, it's like either take it or leave it because you know who you are. When you're in your 20s, you kind of, I feel like in my 20s, I would I would act like the person I'm with, if that made sense. Yeah. So it was like yeah. I would you change for them. them. Yeah, we, yeah. All too, yeah. we all do that to an extent, don't we? Yeah. yeah. So that was literally it. And then we went we went on holiday, came back from holiday. And no, we was not, <laughs> we was not trying for a baby. I mean, all is probably going to hear this one day, but we wasn't trying. Aww. I know exactly what night it was. It was after Brighton. You know, when you even know the <laughs> night, it was after a bank holiday in Brighton and we ended up going to um, a party after we'd had a day in Brighton together and then a few drinks, whatever. Aww. It happened. Yeah. And oh my God, it was Amazing. the best, best, best thing that's ever happened because obviously... But, but what happened, Dan, when you found out? Like, were you How shocked? far along were you as well? I was, I was literally so shocked. So I knew I was a couple of days late my period but you know I'm I've always been a little bit sometimes a couple of days early sometimes a couple of days late I've never yeah, been one yeah. of these dead on and I didn't even think it it was only until I was doing like a PR thing for believe it or not which is all ironic that we'd met as in not met but we'd got together at Sammy's uh, charity event and obviously it's to do with breast cancer so that's one thing then I found out that I was pregnant at a breast cancer charity PR thing that I was doing, which was really weird. Oh, weird. Well, I'd been there and I'd felt a bit sick when it was like a tickled pink campaign for Asda. And I remember I had to try these pink tops on and I just felt sicky. Eh? That was all I can say. And then I came home, realised I'd been a couple of days late. And I, I'm not joking, I'd done a pregnancy test. I had it on the side and I even forgot about it. Carried on doing my housework. So I thought, no, nah, I'm not. And when until I forgot, oh, I haven't looked. Went back and it said positive <laughs> two to three weeks. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. And I actually sent it to him when he was at work over WhatsApp. How bad's that? I just... were, were you nervous to tell him? 
Because it was so soon or not even? Yes and no. Like nervous. Not that he would have a, that it would be like a bad reaction because I know Tom would. And, we, you know, it's like when you're in love, in that first you week, just in 72 yeah, hours, yeah. me and Jess have always been, so I'm sure you go, it's like you want to, you know what you want to call your kids, you know where you want to yeah, get married. Yeah. It would yeah. had them conversations anyway. Yeah, so I literally sent it to him by WhatsApp, just the picture, that was it. And then he <laughs> rang me and went, are you joking? I said, no. And he was like, how do you feel? And I was like, well, I'm shocked, but I'm happy. And he said, me Aww. too. And then he walked to the door and we both sort of started crying. You know, he not crying, crying, crying. And then that was it. And then obviously we found out, Jess, you were at the gender reveal. We found out we were having a little oh, girl. The best gender reveal I've ever known in my life. It was. The I think most... I saw the video for that. Did you have fireworks, Dan? Like, yes. To reveal the... so we... That is unbelievable. Honestly, yeah, yeah. She had a live singer and like just gorgeous, this most beautiful estate, like stately home. And then she was like, right, we're all going to go outside to find out what it is a boy or a girl so we're all stood there like come on come on and then the fireworks went off and they were what all what an amazing like, idea oh fireworks. my god so fantastic. i've literally got goosebumps it was so sweet i was so hung over as well because it was josh's 30th yes, my brother's yeah, the yeah. night before but i was like i'm fucking going <laughs> i want to go i want to see her and i'm not even seeing the baby i know i will obviously you'll see it when we get up but yeah that was it it was amazing and i think when we found out this little girl and how again mad is this her due date was on the day that Sammy had passed away. So it was oh, like... a blessing from Sammy then, Dan, 100%. But yeah, so it was just mad. And then obviously I ended up being 10 days over my... Oh no, and then I got engaged. I keep forgetting about the engagement. Because it was literally the day after How can you day. forget about that rock on your finger? I can see it. <laughs> Dan, who would have thought we both met our loves of our lives and got engaged in the same few months? I mean, is that not mental? All those times in Miami and, and Vegas, we, we were putting it out to the universe. We were good girls. Definitely. We, we, we I think we give girls in their 30s hope, Jess, that there is love out there because I think there's a lot yes. of girls that sometimes get That's what we that always thing. reiterate. I think yeah. that's why the whole world rejoiced when I got engaged. They were like, <laughs> she's not going to be a spinster. <laughs> we knew you wouldn't. You were just, I think it's timing. Timing's everything, isn't it? So Absolutely. He, yeah. um, apparently he always, he's quite nice. I mean, I, I'm not that traditional, but Tom's very traditional. So he always said that he would never have me pushing our baby out without a ring on my finger, which I do think is really sweet. So oh, um, not that I had the ring on because I put some four stone in my pregnancy and my hands went like Professor Clump. They were huge. <laughs> I was, I could, I had my ring on for two weeks. I've only just been able to get it back on, thank God. But oh, yeah, so, How did you find um, dealing with the changes to your body, Dan? Did you struggle with it? Did you embrace it? How did you feel? First, I was actually fine. I think in the last, like, the last few months, two months, it's hard. Like, and the thing is with lockdown, I just ate everything yeah, i ate so yeah. much so it was just like because oh, i think a lot of people exactly did but being pregnant I yeah was just and like, at I mean, home nothing else to do can't go out 100%. you can't even do any walks or anything it's like no. yeah i saw your article actually in fabulous it was so lovely to see you on the front cover of that oh, yeah. and um you said about the trolls and i honestly was like this girl has been trolled for being overweight and pregnant. I was like, what? No, you like, didn't. Because I, yeah. I, I feel like you've never really experienced, like we, I don't think I've experienced a lot of trolls and I feel like, Dan, you haven't really, no, have you? No, not really. Like before that. Like, so for you to go through that when you were pregnant and just had a baby, I mean, it was absolutely People vile. People troll you about being a certain weight when you're pregnant. Yeah, it was just weird. Do you know what, what it was? Hell? I had a few people saying I was fat, but after I give birth to Orla, when I come out of the hospital, there was two paps outside. 
and oh my god the pictures are I felt so bad for you because I was like horrendous like now I look back and I we laugh like me and Tom actually laugh I'm like this size oh, you have of me to. but yeah but, but what, who comes out like other than Kate Middleton Kate Middleton comes out yeah feeling <laughs> that's what I was just gonna say like imagine best. Paps being outside a hospital like I, I yes it was so the, bad on a normal day, I would be like, because you, you'd no makeup, whatever. But having just given birth, like, it was fuck it was twelve off. hours after having Orla. I'm not even joking. <gasps> and oh, and the so labour disgusting. was horrendous because I I was ten days over. Yeah, this is what I can't wait to hear about. But then you don't have to tell it on on here if you don't no, want to. No, it's fine. I know don't done... be silly. It's, I'm I'm absolutely fine with it. Most people know me. I kind of spoke about it a little bit on my stories and stuff. But I was literally ten days over. Then I had to be induced, and I was in on my own, like with other women, whatever. But you're still on your own having these contractions. Then Tom came up. Then they had to break my waters. Then I was pushing for two hours and she just wasn't coming. So they said, right, we're going to do emergency C-section. But then they see that she was crowning. So she was she was so close. They were like, we actually can't now. So we're going to have to do the, the suction thing. I was thinking, oh, my God. Oh, no, you had the plunge. No, thing. I don't know what it was. There was something in me. <laughs> I thought, no, I'm going to so do hard. this. And I just literally pushed and so hard. And what's mad is that they actually stop at two two hours because they say that they've got to intervene because it's yeah. going to distress the baby. And I see the heart rate was going down. I was just thinking, right, because you see her little heart rate, obviously my heart rate, yeah. and I was like, I've just got to do this. And I actually gave birth on two hours, one minute. It was like, no so you literally way. got like some inner strength. You, you, done it. Right. you do something. Oh, I've got goosebumps because pushing for two hours. Two what hours. superwoman? Jesus. Yeah, yeah like well pushing done, for two hours. Tani. Bloody <laughs> so hell. Intense. It was two hours. And, and when then... you say pushing for two hours, is that like how you'd imagine it in the films? Like legs yeah. up, screaming, pushing so for every two time you have hours. A contraction. Yeah, two hours. It was hell. Oh, Dan, bless is... I feel like we need to applaud you. <laughs> I know. Honestly, well bloody done. Honestly, oh my god, well done. It was literally, and then and then what was worse? Tom had to. Did it hurt? It hurt. Oh, it was hell. I'm not going to see it. All your ladies listening right now. I mean, there might be some guys, but anyone tell it how it is, Dan. Jess, I'm not even going to lie to you. These women that go, oh yeah, and I had these visions in my head of a water birth and just being like in a beautiful, (laughs) in like this like Kelly had a really bad labour too. Beautiful music and all. No, I done that bloody what is it hypno birthing? Don't get me wrong, you learn a lot with the breathing. I think it's amazing. Yeah, but my God, I actually was like, it's bullshit. It's all bullshit. I was like, I was pushing and the pain, I can't even explain pain. It's like a period times 10. And then, oh, I can't even, you know what I mean, Kelly. Can I ask? I've asked every person this. I don't know why I ask. I know exactly what you can say. (laughs) You do, don't you? (laughs) Is the crowning when it comes through just the worst thing in the world? (laughs) That's the the ring ring of fire. fire. (laughs) No. Do you know what? Really? The worst bit is when it goes I think the contractions are worse. The contractions are worse because the crowning, you know it's coming out. So you... You like, yeah. you, can, you, you kind of want that pain. What were you going to say when it goes to come out and then it kind it of goes sucks, out, back then it sucks back in? So her head was going out and then she was like oh obviously pulling herself back in. It was just, <laughs> it was hell. But when they did, and once the head's out and it just wriggles, as soon as they put her on my chest, I'm not even joking, she was so, her eyes wide open. She just stared at me and I thought, this is mental. It was the most oh. insane. <laughs> it was the most insane feeling in the world. But yeah, I just loved it. So was it. everything all right? 
Danny in the end, like she was healthy, you were healthy. All yeah, yeah it, was it was just a little a, bit. There a, was a little bit of a scare because obviously labor. she'd been a bit traumatized by pushing for two, for trying to come out yeah. of my vagina for two hours. She was probably a bit traumatized, so she Blimey. wasn't breathing at first, and then they had to take her straight off to the intensive care bit. But not, she wasn't yeah. there long. She was there an hour just to be checked over. But Tom went with her, but it was all fine. And but the the hardest part was obviously straight after Tom had to go. Within an hour, oh, an hour or yeah. two. So then I'm left with this baby after going through all of that. And I'm just literally, it's just me and her in this room. And I'm like, how how am I even gonna do this? Like, oh man, but you do. I feel like I could get emotional thinking I about know. it. You do. And then yeah, and then literally the next day, like I said, the paps are there and it was just and then it was everywhere, Jess. Like I couldn't go to Sainsbury's. I've never oh. had that either, like pap wires and stuff it's always been you know maybe when you first get engaged or if you're going out yeah but not like sat outside your house never yeah, i've never yeah, really yeah. had that the only time i had that i think was when i jumped it's a horrible with, feeling with, it makes yeah you, makes you feel very um claustrophobic and anxious basically honestly yeah. i was anxious oh, and you know you you it's hard anyway being a new mum and then when you're like i literally my first day out i'm not even joking i just popped to sainsbury's and then it was straight away on daily mail and you know jess we don't look at the we don't look at the comments, but then we do. And all the mm, comments yeah. were like, oh, my God, she still looks pregnant. Oh, my God, she's so fat. Oh, my God, she looks like How a man. How dare they? And then people These would... people obviously haven't ever had children. <laughs> I mean, it's just wrong. It's just Reflects so wrong. Reflects their own insecurities out. But, but don't get me wrong. Before I had a baby, I probably was very naive in not really understanding like how your body like doesn't really snap back. Like Even the day that you give birth... I remember like walking out thinking exactly like you, Danny, you don't, you feel atrocious. You feel horrible. Awful, and yeah. I, I went in and I'd taken like a lounge set in with me. So it was like comfortable because people had told me stories of like taking jeans in and like, oh, there's no way you want to put jeans on after giving birth no. and all that sort of thing. But I remember taking in like a, like a tracksuit or a lounge set that I thought, okay, that's going to be fine, surely. But I couldn't even bear to put that on I put on I had a loose t-shirt dress that I went in to the hospital wearing when I was in labor and the only thing I could put on was that same t-shirt dress because it was like a big baby and you you've got all these like wonderful ideas of like walking out having your photo taken as you walk out of the hospital no. you know we, and it just does not go to like that does there's it there's a reason no. why Every girl does that classic picture of the guy holding the, the baby walking yeah. out of, because you look like an absolute mess. And I always thought, why is it, why is it you've done the work? Why is it always the guy Yeah, you're out? so right, said, actually, Dan. That's a really good point. So I've never true. thought about it like that. Because there's a woman behind that up camera looking like an absolute <laughs> Sore as mess. fuck. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you know when oh. Kate Middleton comes out on the steps and she's, like, perfectly quaffed as, like, as soon as she comes out? Yeah. She... She literally has someone do her hair and makeup, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Do you reckon they're like on standby? They're like, push, Miss Middleton, if you could just put your hair, like tip your head back. Yeah, like, probably. It's amazing, But then, isn't do it? you know what? Like, we've all got something to say, but we'd all have something to say if she came out with a hair on top of her head, scrunched up in exactly. a big top Exactly, she wouldn't be able to win. 
Yeah. And we, you no, know, I, I'd kind of love that. I, well, I'd kind of love that. But I mean, she's like royalty, so you know they've got a certain standard to uphold, haven't they? Yeah, and they've got the whole world watching them. So good for her. If I was her, I'd bloody have exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I probably if I could, will. I would. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. Danny, what was um, what was Tom like during those two hours? Was it like Del Boy, where you were like, get away from me? You know what? We had it? a discussion. The two things I think all girls will will say. One, I said if I if I end up pooing down there, I never want to discuss it that stays in the room <laughs> right we never talk that you've seen my shit right and the second yeah. thing <laughs> is that you stay this end like the head end you never stay down yeah. there well obviously by an hour later yeah he's everything's down there happened. all out the window it's all, it's all yeah. gone and he's down there <laughs> like literally cheering me on the funny part was, which made me laugh was they <laughs> run out of cu- so I started getting a temperature I was really really hot and they were worried that the babe would get a temperature because I was getting a temperature, all of that. So they said, look, we need to call her down. They said, Tom, can you, <laughs> can you, it really makes me laugh, can you keep her head cool? But then I didn't realise this because I was so out of it with all the pushing and everything that when I looked back, I had sanitary towels, cold, wet sanitary <laughs> towels on my head. No, they run out of it. flannels and Tom went, that would be <laughs> A cold, no. wet sanitary oh, towel on no. my head and on my neck, like these big, massive pads. I was just cracking. I was like, how about me with my sanitary towels around my neck and my head? But, oh, um, <laughs> my God. The paps would have loved that, wouldn't oh, they? can you imagine? But um, he would, no, he was amazing. And, you know, oh, it's just, I'd every every couple, every person in this world needs to experience it if they can. It's just the most surreal. It's horrible. I think it's actually a horrible experience. I'm not going to lie. But then it's just beautiful after. But whatever way you have it, it's, you know, it's a, it's a, big deal and it's a gory yeah like it's a miracle at yeah. the end of the day I'm going to crack up to all these women that are pregnant listening to this podcast I, I know don't listen life. we should put a warning oh, no. note on this if you're pregnant do not listen <laughs> listen it can't be listen we do it multiple times don't we we've all you know got siblings and so it can't be that bad my mum always <laughs> said to me Jessica it's the worst pain in the world it's like squeezing a melon out of your vagina but I did it four times so it can't be that bad yeah. she always says that and she had four natural births yeah. so yeah it's good and she she's not got a high pain threshold either so danny tell us how life has changed for you since you've had orla have you have your priorities changed have your friendships changed what's life like now you've got a little baby girl i just do you know what one thing i've definitely noticed is i'm and i said this i'll say this to jess I think I'm more chilled and relaxed now since I've had a baby. She's calmed me down. I thought I'd be like erratic and like what you even said, Jess, like dramatic and everything's got to be perfect. No, she's just, I just feel really content. I think that's the best word. I feel content. I feel really. Yeah, I can see that in you, Dan. Yeah. Like literally you're so much more breezy. You've always been a chilled person, but you're also, you're also quite bubbly and big and everything but like you have you do seem really at peace yes I feel I feel so much more content and just don't get it wrong it's like god them first two weeks I don't I can't remember the first two weeks I think when you first bring that little baby home and you're like so but meantime just sat there we actually went up um the hospital the first night I thought she had a problem they were like no it's called a newborn <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I was like she can't she has to stop crying they were like this is what happens but I was like there's something wrong oh with my her God. but um yeah like it's just every day I mean the first two weeks you feel like you're jet lagged and you wing it I always say to people and you know when you get these mums 
and you know we all know them and they're like what you need to do what you need to do yeah and there was always these like tips but sometimes you just think do you know what like I'm gonna just do this my way like yeah, I yeah. you know your own baby and yes there's these bottles and there's this thing they do to get them off and it's just like even when I so hear like, you I know exactly what you mean like my best advice to anyone but... listening and even Jess when obviously the time is right when it happens to you for you and obviously you Gabby like it is just like you you'll do you'll know your own baby and everyone will have their opinions on what's best but you and your partner will know what's best it's the weirdest thing and uh, it is, isn't it? Yeah, and like it's like when someone tries to like go, "Oh, give me her, I'll do it," and it's like, "I know my baby, like it's not gonna I change." I can't bear wh- when people do that. It pisses me off. Not even as a child's owner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't own one yet. <laughs> yeah, when other people take a child off someone and go, "Give her to me," I think, "Well, what are you gonna give do it better to than?" Me. I know yeah, what I'm but I think people I'm, just try and help. Yeah. Shut off, they, Karen. I've enough. got this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is so true. But I just, I love it. And yeah, life has changed as in priorities. Like, ugh, I, I mean, I think in lockdown, everyone's realised that actually hair, nails and getting your lashes and everything done, we can live without. I think that's one thing that's been a blessing with all this crazy world we're in is that, yeah, it's woke, you know, yeah. prioritise. Uh, uh, I think the world's slowed down in general and I think everything's kind of calmed down and you realise what's actually important, like health, family, friends, that kind of thing. But yeah, priorities at looking good is just like, you, I mean, I'm in a tracksuit and a, a, a vest the majority of my time, like in the house and stuff. But well, Tell me about it and I haven't even got a child. Yeah, so. <laughs> but that is literally it. But no, I just think I'm just absolutely loving do, being a mum. You, sorry to interrupt you, Danny, but you do manage to, like you've come on here tonight, you're doing a podcast with us. We're not being filmed for anything. You actually do look so like lovely. Your makeup's Glamorous. all done, your hair's beautiful. Yeah. Like really lovely tonged hair. You've you're really well put together. You might be wearing a tracksuit, but it's a nice one. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> You've maintained like your level of you know looking good really well. Like you really have. You look, Aww, you look yeah, fabulous. You look amazing. You look amazing, girl. Thank you. you always look well this. put together, Danny. You're just one of those girls that always looks well put together. Oh I think God, that's a really? great way to describe you, as Kelly said. Yeah, you yeah. just are one of those girls, I think. Oh, thanks, guys. Oh, I'd never thought that. I don't feel like that at all, but thank you. That's really sweet. Of you. How is the... Are you on this 21-day plan? Talk to us about everything, because I, I love Herbal Life. I, You know I used to drink the shakes. Yeah. But what is going on? Yeah, like, is what's the plan you you're feel on? good? Yeah, well, obviously, before, four years ago, I started using the products and it was just to lose a little bit of like little bit of fat, basically. I was never like overweight, but I had a little bit, you know, the, the areas that we know that we've put a little bit of weight on. Mine was always my legs and just, just around my bum, really. But I got a bit bloated. So I started using the products and I lost about 21 pounds in three months. And that was with no exercise. It's just a lifestyle change. Like It's not a crazy diet. It's not like just shakes. You do eat as well, but it's the perfect solution for anyone that don't have time to make like a well-balanced meal, whether it's breakfast or lunch or even dinner, like if you do night shifts or anything like that. So obviously when I had Orla, I was like, right, I've been, like, I turned it into obviously a business. And now myself and Fern, obviously everyone knows Fern, we kind of do it together and we've got a massive client base. It's been really successful. I feel really lucky actually that I found something I actually, I actually love doing that does pay obviously well, but I enjoy hearing people's customers like testimonies, their results, their how it's helped them just like lead this healthier lifestyle. So after having all, I was like, right, I gave it six weeks before I started getting into it. But I thought I don't want to 
like put stress on myself and be like, right, I've got to snap back into my size eight like within a certain amount of time. And you know, it's like, Jess, in the industry, you always get offered these things, the DVDs before yeah, Christmas. Yeah, and it was perfect timing. I'm probably an agent's worst nightmare because obviously it would have been, <laughs> it's, it's perfect timing for anyone to, you know, get their result and then bring out a DVD and all of that. But for me, I thought, no, it's not, it's not real. And I think that's the main thing is keeping it real and like showing mums that you haven't got to like lose, come out of hospital and get back. Look, some women can. And I said this in my article, like like someone like Chloe Lewis, for example, she put a picture on her Instagram, I think it was two weeks after she had her little boy be boy in a Calvin Klein underwear and she looked insane. But if I was Chloe Lewis, I would do that. Do you know what I mean? She looked yeah. amazing. Yeah. But but it, it's it's one of those things. Like there's no, it, like people might have judged her for doing it, but if she looked like that, she looked like that. She She's just one of what I call one of the lucky ones for me. I looked like I'd still pregnant for a good month. Like I was like you, Kelly. Like I looked down at my belly and I was like, well, okay, my baby's not here, but my belly still is. You so, can sort of get your head round your pregnant body, can't you, Danny? Like yeah. you're growing and you know that you're doing it all for a reason. But when that baby's out, it's really hard to then get to terms with what's left, I think. Like it's, because you, you think, like okay, you. the baby's out now. So now what? Like, and yeah, like you want to do those all you can to like get back into shape. or But also you don't want to like... Well, you don't want to try and conform to society and snap back and do all the yeah. things when people say, oh, yeah, you're looking good. You've only had a baby a few weeks ago and you've snapped back. You don't want to, you sort of want to rebel in a sense and just be like, well, no, actually, I'm just doing my own thing, taking my time. But it's really hard. There's so much pressure, I think, I isn't think, there? Yeah. And I think this is why these little, so I do like little mini 21 day challenges because they're like a short term goal. And it's so simple. So we we started it. So I had obviously all of in May. So I started it on, in July. And for 21 days, I just stick to a plan. It's having a your healthy shake for breakfast. Then I have a high protein snack, then a healthy shake for lunch, another protein snack, and then followed by an evening meal. And I just drink like lots of water as well. I do like live 30 minute workouts three times a week in my support group, which is for free for my clients to follow. But what I've done is I put my before picture out so that people can actually see my results instead of like be doing it in private and then sticking out a picture and everyone be like, oh, what's she done? So, I mean, it was a bit of pressure sticking my before picture out two weeks after having Orla, like size oh 14 God. I was, 14 to 16. And then I thought, no, I'm, I want everyone to do this with me. So it's not, and you know, it's been amazing. We've done, we're on our July, August, one, my third challenge now. That's why I just said, I'm not drinking, not having a drink with you girls tonight. <laughs> um, so do you not drink for 21 days? So for 21 days, I mean, look, if I'm if we've had we've got to go for lunch this Saturday because I'm meeting up with some friends, I might have a glass of prosecco, but I wouldn't do yeah. what I call like a proper drink, like a good couple of glasses of wine, yeah. a bottle of wine easily. So yeah, for 21 days I just stick to that plan and then I have a week off. Just, you know, kind of like if I want to do some social stuff, I'll always book it in that week. Yeah, so then that's pretty much it. So I'm on my third challenge. I've lost nearly two stone. Wow, well done. Wow. Yeah, like That's I'm starting. Amazing, Danny. Yeah, I'm starting. It's good. Girl. It's so all is not, not even four months old yet, no? No, she's four months at the end of next week, yeah. That is bloody amazing. Well done. That is insane, like. Yes, honestly, you need, need medals. I think more women need to put up pictures of their kind of like post. Is it postpartum yeah, that's what body? It is. Postpartum. Yeah. yeah. They just need to. We just need to publicise it a bit more. Like one of my really, really close friends, like one of my best friends, she has had a baby recently in July, and she called me the other day, like just really upset. She was like, "I feel like 
I'm bigger, I can't get into my, any of my clothes. She was going to come and meet us at the pub. She didn't in the end. She was like, I don't feel comfortable in any of my clothes. And she oh, was like, the pressure of Instagram and all these women that have snapped back mm. and their babies are in beautiful outfits. And I'm over here like with my kid crying and can't get into my clothes. And I just thought it doesn't even end. Like after, like when you're, before you have a baby, the continuous pressure of Instagram conforming, mm. having to look good. Then the pressure of like, you know, being able to fall pregnant, carry easily, carry healthily, etc., birth it. It then carries on after that, the pressure of like, these mums, this mum competition on Instagram of look at my baby in this gorgeous outfit. And she was saying that one of her friends said to her, I put my baby in a lovely outfit and then change it back into its like spit up clothes just for the gram. And I was like, well, that yeah, I is bet they so do. It's like an influencer they, they put on their clothes for the gram and then take it off. Yeah. It's like it's just the way of life, I'm afraid to say. But I just right wish now. people would be a bit more open about it. Like if somebody was like here's the gorgeous picture, now swipe right for the reality. Or like somebody could just put up a picture and be like, this is my postpartum belly, but this is what I want to post. Like just start getting a bit more real. Still post that lovely picture, but also show the truth. But then certain people do, Gab. So like- Yeah, there's a lot of- Certain people do. And this, this is the difficulty, I think, because there's not one rule for everyone, is there? And, you know, there's there's- Obviously, lots of influencers, celebrities, role models out there. And then there's the general public. Like, there's the likes of us who, you know, we've just got, like, our friends following us and, like, few people that we know and whatever. So we can post whatever we want. But why would I ever really post a picture of my body when I've just had a baby? I wouldn't. So then why should a celebrity be encouraged to do that if she doesn't feel good about posting and I know what you're saying I understand completely because I think the same thing I think only those people who look amazing once they've given birth do post the pictures but then if you don't feel good why should you post a picture to say this is what people really look like or this is what normal people if you like and mm. you know yeah, it's I a double-edged sword because I also think that some people do it just to get more followers or like uh, they want to be more relatable and then some people do it because they genuinely want to yeah. encourage other yeah. women to know that they're not on their own but yeah, yeah like it's having that I guess my point is really. postpartum bodies is a topic that no one talks about a bit like miscarriage like nobody talks about it no you're right you are right and like that whole when I said to you girls you came around the day after Osley was born and I said to you I didn't really think that I would have this tummy I'm really shocked that it's still there mm. and I apologize for it I was in those pajamas and I remember apologizing like really sorry my tummy's still there yeah because i but like we were like shut up but like you don't know (laughs) like you don't i I hadn't ever seen anyone that well i'd seen lauren i'd seen christy and like you know our friends they've got different bodies to me so they 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 snap back in different ways like their bodies gonna be a nightmare i know it i've I've got a belly now i was sitting down at my body but you know, God help me after. Oh, that. <laughs> Do you know what? It's a miracle, and hats off to you, ladies that have had them and been through all that, and all the girls that are listening that haven't been through it. We Don't will do get it. through it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. You've heard about no, it. It's totally worth it. And yeah, I moan every day. I look in the mirror and I go to Tom. Oh, 
I'm never going to get my body back. I'm never going to feel it. I used to, I literally, throughout my pregnancy, I used to send him sexy pictures of what I looked like before <laughs> I was pregnant. <laughs> oh, bless We've you. all done it. Don't We've all forget, done it when you put on a few Don't pounds. forget, this is what I did look like. But when you oh, first met me. Will, and if I'm looking through something or whatever, I go, oh, look, just just me me in, um, just... me, me in Spain a few years ago. Look, and he's like, oh, you're Look, thin. me in Spain when I was 14. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, that, that's my body. It's just, you know, it's been a long winter. It is, but you know what? I think that's what's important as well. Like you, like I'm sure you, Jess, with Will, like you'll have the same relationship as long as you've got someone that loves you for you. And I think that is a massive thing. Oh my god, I would not have had the same experience if I was with probably some of my exes or someone else. Yeah, I know. absolutely. Like, he has massively made a difference to like my own confidence. Even though I don't, weird, I actually don't feel as good at all. But I'm probably the most confident because I've got someone that actually loves me for me, which is the most the most yeah. important thing I think. So yeah. absolutely. Oh, anything you wish you'd known, Danny, before having Orla? Like any any advice that you wish your friends had said to you, or like any advice you'd give new mums now that you'd be like, any advice yeah, you need to know this. I would give is you don't really need to buy as much at the beginning because after stuff you don't use, and I feel like it's right, wasted. Yeah. So that's one thing. Um, like all, even the clothes, like at first, all they live in is baby grows, baby grows, baby grows, and buy cheap baby grows, like from wherever your local supermarket yeah. or you know, like don't go. Uh, we we bought some really stupid, expensive things. At the beginning, I think, God, she doesn't even. She's not even been in it for two minutes, and she's grown out of it. I mean, she was eight pounds eleven. We got that gold. Instagram pic though. <laughs> yeah, we got that Instagram pic. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, that's one thing. And another thing, I would say sleep. Whenever you get the chance, sleep. Because when you have a baby... Don't they say sleep when they're sleeping? Sleep when they're sleeping. But for me, you don't. Because when they're asleep, you think, no. brilliant, I can do the ironing, I can do the housework, yeah. I can do some work, I can, you know, ring my mum back, ring my friends back. So, no, that's that's rubbish because I just don't. But, yeah, no, it's all good. Absolutely love it. I'm so happy. And, yeah, I'm excited for, I'm excited for, you, for you ladies to experience it all. Dan... <laughs> thank you so much for coming on Thanks, and Danny. thank you for sharing all that. You've been an absolute pleasure as always. I miss it's been you a real and I can't wait to see you. It really has. I miss New you. New babies, just like, yeah, it's just, it is such lovely news and you you honestly are glowing. Like you can you see are. your happiness. I can't wait yeah, to see all of lovely. Yeah, 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 you. Yes, Yes, I know, you'll <laughs> love her, Jess. She, the first thing that you got her, that little dressing gown, that was the first dressing gown I put her in, didn't I? That little pink. Yeah. With her name on it. And she, uh, I mean, she's well, she grown out so of it, grown out of that. Has. Of course she has. She's huge now. Yeah. Love her. <laughs> but I love a chunky baby. But um, no, thank you girls for having me on. It's been a pleasure. Wow. Love you <laughs> Thanks, Bye, Danny. Darling. See you later. Bye, bye, bye. As always, guys, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 bye.